Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Now, Superman, strange visitor from another world who has come to Earth resolved to dedicate his amazing physical powers to the never-ending fight for truth and justice. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who mingles with ordinary men disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered newspaper reporter. Kent had accompanied Professor A.B. Thorpe, inventor of a new deep-sea diving bell, on a voyage to the Caribbean Sea in search of a fabulous sunken Spanish gold treasure. When he failed to communicate with his paper, the Daily Planet, editor Perry White became worried and sent Bill Wentworth, another reporter, down by chartered plane to investigate. Hidden aboard the plane was Jimmy Olsen, Daily Planet copy boy and friend of Clark Kent. In Manao, the port from which Professor Thorpe's ship, the Juanita, had sailed, Bill Wentworth and Jimmy tried to hire a boat to search for the missing Juanita. By a strange twist of fate, they were led to Pete Escobar, a half-breed, who had been the cause of all the Juanita's troubles. Jimmy let slip why they wanted a boat... And Escobar refused to rent them his. Before leaving Escobar's hangout, a back room at the Paradise Cafe, Jimmy found an old Spanish coin on the floor. On the street, he and Bill Wentworth examined it, were convinced it was part of the professor's sunken gold treasure. They were about to return to question Escobar when two men came out of the cafe and started after them. In the meantime, the Juanita, leaking and battered from the hurricane, is slowly making her way towards Manao. As our story continues today, we find Clark Kent and Professor Thorpe conversing on deck. Listen. First mate says we'll be picking up the Manawa Lighthouse within the hour, Professor. Well, the sooner the better, Kent. How's Captain Maddox? Uh, still unconscious. That stab wound he got when Pete Escobar and his henchmen came on board the Juanita was pretty deep. The wound in your shoulder seems to be healing up pretty well. Yes, I'm all right. But I'm worried about Maddox. Unless we reach Manawa soon, it may be too late. We're going as fast as we can, Professor. Incidentally, I never did really understand what happened last night. Well, you remember that after the Bathsphere shot to the surface with Gleason, myself, and the gold treasure inside it, you, Captain Maddox, and the crew hoisted on board. Yes. And then you suggested that everyone turn in. I recall the gold was left right in the bathosphere. Yes, that's right. Well, along about midnight, unable to sleep, I came up on deck and found Captain Maddox. Uh-huh. We chatted a few minutes, and then I offered to show him the Spanish gold. As we drew near the bathosphere, Escobar and his partner jumped out from behind the diving bell and attacked us with knives. And that's all I remember. I'm sorry I wasn't there with you, Professor. Uh, what good would that have done? Two men with knives were matched for a dozen who were unarmed. Well, you can't tell. I might have been able to hold them off. Well, there's no sense in discussing it now. It's all over. The gold is gone. Maddox lies at death's door. I've been a failure, Kent. A horrible failure. Oh, it wasn't your fault, Professor. I'm afraid it was, Kent. I should have dealt severely with Escobar and his gang when they first attacked us in Manao Harbor and tried to steal the bathosphere. I shouldn't have let them escape. Well, we all make mistakes. I know, but this escape was a costly one. Two million dollars in gold. And possibly a man's life. I have nothing more to live for, Kent. But my dream of building a scientific institute that would work for the betterment of mankind shattered into a million fragments. All I am is a, an old, useless man. Oh, that's not true, Professor Thorpe. I'm afraid it is. This is my last chance to achieve success, and I missed it. Oh, maybe you haven't. 
Oh, it's time for me to go down and look at Captain Maddox. I'll go with you. All right. Kent, do you, do you think there's any hope for him? I don't know. He's lost a lot of blood, but if we can get him to a doctor... Is the one in Manao? Yes. Oh, here's his cabin. Kent, look at him in his face. He's as pale as a ghost. What's happened? Pulse is very weak. Seems to be slipping fast. Oh, Kent, what what can we do? We're an hour from the lighthouse. How far from the harbor? Two hours at least. Uh, Professor, you'd better go up on deck. I'll take care of Captain Maddox. Yes, how? How? Never mind. Just go up on deck. You're looking pale yourself. Go on. All right, but I don't I don't know what you think you can do. Well, you just leave it to me. Yeah, now that he's gone, I'll see what I can do. Not as Clark Kent, but as Superman. Two hours to Manao Harbor. Poor Maddox will never last that long. It's a matter of minutes now. Somehow I've got to get off this ship with him and not be seen. Be taking a desperate chance in broad daylight, but life and death hang in the balance. Well, here goes. Up with him gently. Ah, there we are. Now to reach the starboard deck without being spotted by one of the crew. Easy. Easy. So far, so good. Only a few more steps to go. Ah, here's the deck. A split second to reach the rail and, and then off. Oh, no, wait. Someone's coming. A sailor. Oh, it's a little too close for comfort. I'll wait until he gets behind the deck house and then the coast will be clear. Now. Up. Up. And away. Red cloak streaming in the wind, Superman wings like a giant bird for the distant town of Manao, while the shadow of death hovers above him, threatening at any moment to steal the last breath of life from the unconscious body of Captain Maddox. In the meantime, a man and boy race wildly through Manao's narrow streets and finally stumble exhausted into their room at the waterfront hotel. Hey, slam the door, Jimmy. Lock it. But I will. I thought sure they were going to get us. <clears throat> We're not done with them yet. Here, pile those chairs up against the door. Right. You think they'll try to break in? I wouldn't put anything past those half-breeds. Here, help me with this table. Okay. It's all my fault, isn't it? If I hadn't mentioned the one eight, everything would have been all right. Oh, forget it. What's done is done. Listen. Someone's coming up the stairs. Don't move. They're trying to get in. Open the door, Americano. Don't answer. Open, Americano. Jimmy. Yeah? Slip over to the window quietly. That's fine. Now help me raise it. All right. Gently. Take it easy. Uh, that's it. That's the stuff. Oh, let him bang. That won't get him anywhere. Let's see whether we can climb out and down to the street. Send them climb down on. No drain pipe. Oh, nothing. I'm afraid you're right. Oh. We'll just have to sit here and wait. I'd give my right arm for a gun. We make plenty trouble, Americano. Yeah, let him talk. Words can't hurt us. Well, I guess you're sorry now you're stowed away on that plane, eh, Jimmy? Oh, no, I'm not. I like excitement. But when Claude Kent and I were up my aunt's place, he... Wait a minute. They're going down the stairs. You think they've given up? Uh, not if I know half-breeds. We'd better close the window and draw the shade. Okay. What do you think they're going to do, Bill? There's no telling. By the way, have you still got that gold coin you picked up at the cafe? Oh, yeah. Here it is. Dated 1784. Yes, there's no question about it, Jimmy. This is one of the doubloons from the sunken treasure Professor Clark was after. Then Escobar has got the treasure. Well, it looks that way. How did he get he it? probably stole it off the Juanita. Jimmy? Yeah? If anyone knows the fate of that ship and the people on board her, it's that greasy half-breed. 
And we've got to do our level best to get out of here and worm the truth out of him. What's that? Uh, a stone hurled through the windowpane. Uh, here it is on the floor. Look, there's a message card around it. Yeah. And it's written in Spanish. Maybe I can translate it. Let's see. This is a last warning. Unless you give up, it will death your be... Oh, no, that's not quite right, though. It's... Unless you give up, death will be your end. Well, it means the same thing. Do you think they mean it? Well, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. If Escobar has done anything to Kent or Professor Thorpe, he's got to get rid of us. Because he knows that sooner or later we'll track him down. It's all my fault. I told him we were looking for the one. Oh, don't be silly. Now, now listen to me. Yeah? In case anything happens, anything serious... Get to a telephone as fast as you can and call Mr. White. But if anything happens, it'll happen to me, too. Oh, no, they won't bother you. You're just a kid. Now, remember, get to a phone in a hurry. Call Mr. White and tell him everything. If necessary, he'll suit to see to it that an American battleship loaded with Marines is sent down here. Another message, Bill? Yeah. Here. Well, this one is short and sweet. You have one minute to give up. Well, that's generous of them. Jimmy. Huh? I forgot the telephone. Operator. Operator. You can call the police, Bill. Operator. Operator. Uh, no, they're not that dumb. The wires have been cut. Uh, for a moment, I thought that it was a way out. How much of our minute is left? Uh, 30 seconds on my watch. Well, a lot can happen in 30 seconds. Anyway, I, I think it's just a bluff. Y- you do, really? Oh, of course. After all, it's broad daylight. They don't dare pull anything. <laughs> Something's choking my throat up. Hey, smell it, Bill? Smoke. You, you don't think oh, that they'll... take it easy, kid. Take it easy. Don't lose your head. It's smoke, all right. But where's it coming from? Look. The crap's in the floor over in the corner. Yeah, you're right. The floor's getting hot. That means they've done it, the rats. Do you mean set the place on fire? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Or, or, or maybe it's just a smoke bomber of a smudge to scare us out. <laughs> we'll wait and see. It's getting worse, Bill. Stay close to the floor. Put a handkerchief over your mouth. If it's just smoke, we can stand it. The window pane is broken and we're getting air. What's that crackling sound, Bill? Kid, I'm afraid it's more than just smoke. They weren't bluffing. The place is on fire. Get to the window. Right. Oh, we don't dare jump. It's a good good hundred feet to the ground. What about the bed sheets? Couldn't we tie them together? Oh, there's only two of them. They're not long enough. What do we do, Bill? Uh, let's see if we can get through the door. Come on. Okay. Up and this stuff. Right. Now stand back and I'll open the door. Okay. Oh, oh not a chance. That hall's an inferno. There's only one thing left, Jimmy. We've got to give up. I'll yell out the window. Hey, hey. We give up. We give up. My answer? Where are they? All gone, I suppose. They wouldn't hang around after setting a place on fire. Jimmy, look out. The door's coming in. Looks like we're trapped, Jimmy. Trapped. Trapped by Escobar's hired desperados in a tiny hotel room, Jimmy Olsen and Bill Wentworth are helpless to save themselves from the roaring inferno that soon will turn the wooden building into smoldering ashes. How will Superman, winging his way towards Manal, be of help in snatching them from disaster? Don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky!
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>